Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Lee. And I'm your host, Danny Molly. And today we are joined by mystical life coach, Madison Creel, everyone. Welcome, Madison. Yay. So excited to be here. Yeah, you have an uh, exciting topic that I feel like uh, it is the first universal way of oneness, the way of responsibility, which I feel like all of us are still working on big time for me, definitely in so many different ways, shapes or forms of the way of responsibility. But um, why don't you kick us off? Yeah. So I recently feel like I moved through a cycle of wisdom and I kind of wanted to go into wisdom really quick um, because it's something that I I, mean, I knew about the way of responsibility and I knew about, um, you know, taking responsibility for myself and um, showing up for myself and seeing how I show up in the world. Um, and there's, you know, certain pieces and aspects that I was doing, um, but knowledge is different than wisdom. Um, wisdom you can feel in your body. Wisdom is, is almost like a beingness. So you can know what to do and you can know um, how to do things and what's happening and kind of figure it out. But wisdom is really embodying the the knowledge and um, really acting it out and being that within your everyday life. And I've noticed that the knowledge can be a huge distractor for me specifically. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate when it comes to just wanting to know everything and it can be also can be a defense mechanism um wanting to read all the books wanting to listen to all the podcasts and just knowing everything and a trap that we can get in is wanting to know everything so we don't have to feel what's coming up for us and so we don't actually have to do anything like do anything about it and so um, this cycle of wisdom felt like to me just a, a feeling like a beingness of the way of responsibility. And obviously, I'm still still working through this and it still comes up, but it just feels like this last month has been a really um, just really reflective of just this beingness for me. Um and this is represented in my feeling of being responsible for other people's emotions, being responsible for how other people show up, being responsible for um, kind of how like their emotional reactions and their growth. And that's how I felt I needed to be for so long. Um, and, and why did you feel that way? Um, so this, there's a lot of wounding around this for me. And um, when it comes to being responsible for other people being happy, 
I felt like I couldn't handle their, I, I couldn't handle other people being upset. I couldn't handle other people being frustrated or anxious because it triggered, it just, it triggered this fear within me. And so when it comes to becoming the way of responsibility, it's not about how to become, it's not how to, how to be it. It's about how, how can you heal what's preventing you from becoming it? Because your innate, your innate ability to become it is in there, but you're blocked by a lot of your wounding around becoming the way of responsibility, becoming the way of showing up for yourself and going into what's coming up for you. Um, and so a big wound for me is this fear of um, not being liked, not being loved. And when I'd feel the reactions from others of their anxiousness or their fear or their being put out, um, I would feel kind of like a burden. Um, so I've gone into that wound a lot of, um, which has, I've just, I've had almost like a, I've been able to step out of what's been happening in my life. I've been able to have more of, of an observation of what's happening. And, and this kind of kicked off a few weeks ago when I texted my partner back and I was, I, something just clicked within me because it was, it was a response of like, oh my gosh, I'll be there right away because he was having a hard time handling something. And I was like, wow, like, it's just crazy how just instantly I'm like, let me just do this for you. Let me be that for you. Let me make sure everything's okay. And I felt it in my gut. I felt, I felt it in like my solar plexus area. And then I was like, wow, like how like instantaneously I just become weak and small in order to just tiptoe and make sure everything's okay around me and everything's okay around me for other people. And this shows up in, in all aspects of my life. And um, yeah, I've moved through a lot and it's crazy how um, I've been enabling him too, um, not just in my partnership, but then also I see it, you know, in my, with my children too, just um, having that thought, like, you know, I, he can't go through this himself. He needs me. Like I need to be there. So it's enabling him from finding his own power and moving through it through himself. Beautiful. And how are you showing up now? <clears throat> how are you showing up now then? Yeah. So I have this, um, I'm able to observe what's going on. And then I, when something does trigger me, it's, I, I go into it. I don't try and control the situation. I don't try and make it so, um, everybody's happy or everybody's okay. Like this happened the other day where, um, uh, something happened where he was going through a lot, had a lot of frustration come up and he was working through something. And normally I'd be like, Oh my gosh, like it's, everything's okay. I'll, let me do this for you. Let me, um, let me just make this comfortable. And I found myself, instead of doing that, going in and being with whatever was coming, whatever was arising within me. Um, and it's 
crazy. And I, I, I've noticed his shifts too of like, he's been able to see what's coming up for him. He's been able to see, oh, there's a lot of frustration here. There's a lot of control. There's a lot of um, anxiety and given him the opportunity to go in and, and heal those parts of himself. So um, just taking responsibility for how I show up kind of results in other people being able to see what's coming up within them and empowering, empowering them by empowering myself. It's kind of like a, it's like a direct reflection. And where have you kind of linked this back to as you've kind of, I'm sure you've gone in and tried to feel into where this is all kind of stemming from. Um, yeah, it's, it's a wound around like you're talking about the wound. Mm. Yeah. Um, being a burden to uh, my family and specifically with my emotions. So that's also from a young age, I felt like um, I couldn't express myself because it was kind of uh, too much. Like, you know, you shouldn't be crying. You shouldn't be overreacting. You shouldn't be doing this. It's like, it's putting them out. Um, and so that's the wound that I've had to go into and really show so much love to this inner child who feels like a burden, who feels like she's putting people out. And I'm also very sensitive to, and I, and feel, I feel other people, what they're going through. So then that frustration and that irritation, I can feel that in my body. Um, and so having to also discern what is, what is, coming up within me that I need to deal with myself, that I need to show love to, and what is what is not mine? What is something that is this other person's? That's their responsibility, and they, they need to go in. Yeah, I feel like um, this is something that I'm going through with my family, where I'm not allowing anybody to be the way of responsibility over themselves because I can't handle what they're feeling. And so I started running like severe control and like, gotta fix it. Gotta make sure we found it, find a solution. Let me placate her. Let me placate him. Let me make sure they're okay. Because I don't want to feel what it brings up within me when I see my family falling apart. And so I'm trying to fix it. And that doesn't allow anybody take responsibility over themselves. And it was fascinating to see how automatic that um, I went into that when it came to family because obviously we talk about this a lot, but family is a matrix. And so when I get sucked into it, it's like everything that I've worked hard for, right, disappears. And then I'm this controlling, disempowering, um, really weak, powerless version of myself that I used to be with them. And that was, it's still hard for me to allow them to feel what they need to feel because I can see how much pain they're in. And obviously seeing how much pain they're in is just bringing up all the pain that's in me. And so, yeah, the way of responsibility is like, we have to start there and we have to allow people to do that for themselves because if they're not the way of responsibility, you're not any of the other ways, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, the disempowering for me is, has been huge too. And it's been eye-opening to see that. Right, yeah, and I feel like my purpose here on this earth is to help other show other people how to alchemize and connect to their inner power and elevate human consciousness. And how are we going to do that if people are 
unaware of what's truly going on and if we don't feel like they are powerful enough to go into their own stuff. Like I, I even with just like random like occurrences on the street or friends or family, like you said, it's like, how have I been showing up in a way that just makes everybody like, com like very complacent, very non-confrontational because I can't, haven't been able to handle what shows up within me when they're upset or with, when they're angry or when they're, it's um, a big one for me is like embarrassment. I don't want anybody to ever feel embarrassed or shame. And even though I could be coming from a centered place when I'm saying something, they could perceive it as an attack because of the vi victim consciousness. So it's like, oh, I don't want them to perceive it as an attack, so I'm not going to say anything. So it's also prevented me from speaking up when I felt um, kind of needed needing to say something. And I don't want to sever that relationship. I don't want to, I want them to still like me. I want them to still trust me. I want them to still love me. And those are all just like this woundings for me that's showing up. Um, and I also, yeah, this is what came through to me the other night too, when I was talking to my partner about this is like, I'm not here to comfort you. I'm here to challenge you. Mm. That's my role here in, in this conscious partnership. Like there's everybody has a different type of partnership and they have different needs and desires and are coming from different places. But I feel like my role here in this partnership for us both is, is to challenge each other. And when you comfort someone, it, it prevents them from truly seeing what's going on within them, you know, from truly seeing those parts of themselves that need the love. When you're there every single second to comfort them and to make them feel loved and, um, you know, tell them that everything's going to be okay. And it's, it prevents them from being that for themselves. And um, yeah, it's just been a, just a clarity for me the last few weeks. Um, even with family, just, you know, it's okay if they are triggered by something that you say or something that you do. Um, they are not going to be able to see the, the dysfunctional programs if you don't allow them to. Yeah. And with comfort, you know, it's obviously it's never black and white. It's never like, oh, we never want to comfort our partners. Like, yeah, of course we do if they're like going through a difficult time. But what energy are we coming from? Right. Are we coming from this energy of, well, they need saving right now. Mm -hmm. So let me save them. They need comforting because they're not powerful enough to comfort themselves. Or is it oh, they're working through this difficult time right now. They're having a challenge. Let me drop into my heart and see what they, oh, it would be nice if I went over and gave them a hug and, and maybe every now and again gave them that piece of reassurance. But coming mm -hmm. from the energy of like, oh, let me come from my heart. And my heart isn't always saying love and light. Sometimes the comfort that they need is, oh, no, like, toughen up buttercup let's <laughs> you can do this like let's go and uh it's yeah, super like nuanced you always give me a look <laughs> like of a, a very loving look when i'm like running a million programs and i'm getting lost in it mm -hmm. you'll give me a loving look and i'll go oh i'm lost in it and like that is in the moment is what i really need right or sometimes with danny like and this is a this is something that i i see myself do a lot I'm always like reassuring people. Well, at least like, you know, at least you're such a good person. At least mm -hmm. like you're still this and you're still that. 
And the other day I was hanging out with Fiori and I was doing that. And she was like this, Ellie, stop that. Why are you enabling someone when they're showing up powerless or helpless? And I was like, okay, still something that I clearly very do. And even when Danny's going through a hard time, he'd be like, yeah, but you're amazing. And he'd be like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's not what is going to help me alchemize this right now. And it's like, then the question is, Ellie, why do you do that? And it's like, well, I was raised like that. And, and I don't want anyone to feel pain because I know how painful, painful the pain is and all the, and it's still, there it is. Like I'm still right. running powerlessness and helplessness. And, and just for the listeners, I'm saying that from a place of power. I'm not yeah. saying I don't want your help. I'm not saying I don't want your love. Yeah. I'm not close to receiving. It's just, I'm aware of in that moment, the energy of which she's coming from, right. which is the coddling, the weak, the codependence and I'm like I don't need that right yeah. if you want yeah. to be present with my pain right now like I welcome that in but I don't want to avoid what's coming up mm-hmm. I feel like com- like in for me comfort feels like trying to get rid of the pain at least that's my yeah. like it's you know it's a semantics but um like, com- like support versus comfort and support could look like so many different things when you're moving through something it could just be yeah being present with the pain it could be like you know embracing it could just be a little reminder of like you know you you got this um but yeah yeah for sure it it just really depends on like the energy or the semantics behind the word um and yeah it's it's something that like even with i noticed that when you're saying that you're uncomfortable with other people's other people's pain that's that's huge for me too, because it reminds me of the pain that I still have within myself. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's empathy or it's, it's wanting somebody, you don't want to have somebody go through suffering, but yeah, but that's also you not allowing them to access their power and be there for themselves through that. You know, it's just a reflection of what you feel comfortable and what you feel like you can handle within yourself. If, if something's coming up for you and you can be the powerful presence for it, then it's going to be a lot easier for you to see somebody going through something and know that they have the power within themselves to be that presence for themselves. Um, so it all starts with, with going in to yourself, you know, um, kind of like that, the wisdom versus the knowledge. Like you can know, okay, somebody needs is suffering. They can do it themselves. They have the power, but to, to really embody that and be it for yourself um, is different because you've, you're working through a lot of the programs that are keeping you powerless. You're working through a lot of what the feeling in your gut when somebody's in pain, um, because that's, that's part of the weakness within you. Um, so it's just really, it's, a, it's like a direct reflection of what, what have you gone into? What keeps coming up for you? Um, yeah, it's huge. I've really struggled with something similar to this and it's um, people like, especially when it comes to family and all friends, it's like people not liking me. Um, I'm less afraid for people to feel pain. Um, This is how this particular like program wound shows up in my life. Um, But I'm more like my, my big thing is, oh, well, what if they don't like me? that's Mm. that's the part that i have to constantly work around it's like oh well if i say this thing maybe they won't like me yeah yeah Yeah, that's a huge one for me too 
I still, I still want everyone to like me and yeah. I still don't want to say, you know, so I find myself like agreeing or placating or coddling and all that stuff because like, well, I want them to like me. It's like, oh, when are you going to mature out of that one face? Because yeah, it ain't it. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, go ahead. Oh, just on that note, it's, um, I also noticed that like when, like you're, you're wanting them to like you. So I noticed when they come at you with, um, let's say they're like, they're, in a program of judgment and they're coming to you with like, okay, this person's doing this and they have this story in their head. I have noticed myself just agreeing because you don't want them to feel embarrassed. You don't want them to feel awkward or uncomfortable, even though you don't truly agree with like the judgment and the pointing fingers and like their story. It's like, you just kind of nod your head and you're, you're in it because you want to just, you, you don't want them to feel uncomfortable by them seeing the programs that they're running. So when you step into your power and you, you know, whether that's you say something or whether you just like don't agree or you just don't say anything back when your own programs aren't activated, they're able to see like, kind of they're going off in a story and that could really piss them off. It could make them upset. They're like, oh, she's not agreeing with me. They're just making me feel like I'm judging someone. You know, you could get defensive and it could cause some confrontation or it could be an opportunity opportunity for them to see like, wow, okay, she's not feeding into this. I feel like this is weird. And then an opportunity to see like what programs they're running. You know, when you when you can be a reflection what is you, Ellie, you've said that too. And, and Danny with Rachel, how it's almost like you're running your programs. And when she stays connected to her power, it just, they bounce right off of her almost. And you, you're able to see like, wow, I got, you know, when they're not feeding into your programs, it's just like a mirror. You're like, okay, I'm kind of going off the deep end here. You spend any time with Fiori and all of your <laughs> shit is going to come to the surface and you're going to see it. It's so interesting, man. Like, And she doesn't need to point it out either because no. you just, you, you are just, it. yeah, yeah. Well, you don't always see it. It's, if you're doing the work, you'll see it. Yeah. And if you're not doing the work, you'll end up projecting onto her because that's what our programs do. When, they're, when the light is shone on the darkness... And we aren't doing the work to connect and alchemize. The darkness just takes over and then projects. And yeah, I mean, every time that I'm with, I'm like, oh, there's another. Uh, I, I can see more. I'm, I'm running this here. I'm running this here. It's, it's great. It you know, what, while you guys were talking, what I was feeling into was like, I want to go deeper with people and I want to allow them to see like what they're running. But I have a fear because people are so emotionally fragile, right? We all, we, right, we, we're all at that place one time. And it's not like I can speak for myself. And it's not like I'm this powerful being walking around and like nothing affects me. But like, for example, yesterday I met this girl and she was like going into like something that happened to her during the day. And I was like, what did that bring up for you? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, what did it make you feel? And then she was like, I felt really angry and frustrated. And then I could feel that she didn't want to go any deeper. And then so that, so that freaks me out because then I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to push her. And I don't want her to think that like, you know, because, because I want her to like me. And because, I, so I stopped there, you know, because I didn't want to push any buttons, all that stuff. And it's like, I look forward to when I alchemize all of that, because I don't want to be someone who's an enabler and I don't want to keep people where they are. Like, I'm not here to do that. 
And it's not about like poking and prodding. It's just about allowing myself to like listen to my intuition and feel whatever the situation is asking for without needing them to see something or needing whatever, you know, but I still get scared of like, cause people don't want to go that deep and like people don't are so afraid to feel what's in there. And so I find myself a lot of times like, yeah, definitely tiptoeing around or like not wanting to push them into that. And it's like, yeah. And that's my own shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's also like I mentioned earlier, like why we're here just to yeah. shine the light on the darkness and help others see because just like placating everything and just tiptoeing, it just keeps you trapped. And mm -hmm. like almost my whole life, I'm like, you know, I don't want to disagree with anybody. I don't want to ruffle any feathers or especially when it comes to like close relationships, mm -hmm. like people are like, you know, I don't really care with, you know, these these people I just met, but when it comes to like your partner or your family or, you know, your close friends, it's, and when you've established these patterns with these people in your life and you're starting to elevate out of them, you start to see a lot more of their programs and you start to really see a lot more of your programs. And, um, I know Rachel's talked about this like multiple times of just like seeing, like when you are sh switching things up and shifting into your own power, like people are forced to see how they're showing up because when you are kind of keeping yourselves in the same, mm -hmm. like the, we talked about entrainment in our um, live co-teaching class a few weeks ago, but when you are like stuck in these patterns, you you can't see it. You're like lost in it. Somebody's, going through, you know, their typical reaction and you're reacting to that and they're reacting to that. And it's, you, you get lost in it. But once you are out of that, then it's like they, they're able to see if they choose, you know, like, yeah, they can be a lot more reactive and like, okay, why isn't this person feeding into this anymore? But yeah, they're able to kind of see how they're, they're showing up. Yep. And, and I think for me, when I, when I, like take when I try to take them a little deeper and they get like defensive or angry, it reminds me of my mom. And so that's what triggers me into closing and shutting down and then placating all that stuff because that means love is being taken away. And I'm just like the scared little girl that isn't, um, that just wants mom to love her and I don't want to piss her off and I don't want to poke her and I don't want to do all that. So I realize that's what it brings up for me. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's power for me to find there. Yeah, yeah and I'll just keep in tabs on your energy and where you're coming from because yeah. people can feel, whether they're aware of it or not, they can feel the energy of judgment, you know, if you're coming from a place of judgment or if you're coming from a place of love. Because um, we always, I mean, growing up thinking that love is just like positivity and pointing out all the good things and um, letting like self-sacrificing and letting people do whatever. Um, but if we're shifting into a new paradigm, we're elevating in a sense of like love, love is being that reflection of this is how you're showing up and I'm going to go into how I'm showing up. And a good example of this was the other day I was getting lunch and I saw this woman with her daughter she's like a four-year-old daughter and she was kind of like 
yelling at her for something. And at first I felt sadness for her daughter, felt this sadness. And then I felt judgment towards her mom. You know, I started running programs like mental programs. It's like, are you serious? Like how, like, how dare you? She's so horrible, all these things. And that also being the responsibility, seeing how I'm showing up in judgment and going in and alchemizing and healing those parts of me so I don't keep projecting that into the world. And that is a hard one because people are like, yeah, she is horrible. She is blah, 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 blah. It's not, it's not about the words that you're saying. It's not about whether or not she is being horrible. It's about what is this bringing up within you? What is this judgment, this, this negative, quote unquote, negative energy showing up that needs to be alchemized, that needs to be healed because otherwise you're just perpetuating this darkness. And to be able to see past the surface of that, to be able to really get that um, is monumental for this work and in, in what we're here to do in elevating human consciousness. Um, because you think like doing the right thing is, you know, spewing the hate and spewing this because it's like they need to see they need to see it but really like what are you putting out into the world and being being responsible for yourself because you can't you can't control how other people are showing up and when they feel the energy of your judgment they are going to put up more walls and they're going to put up more um it, it's going to feed into that into their energy more so versus being that the connected and coming from power and just um and alchemizing what shows up for you yeah i had some judgment come up within the last couple of weeks which was really interesting to to see and go into i was listening to a podcast um with billy carson who is all about ancient civilizations and that kind of stuff and he's very articulate and he was on somebody else's podcast and he kept every line he kept on saying no i'm saying no i'm saying no i mean no, I'm saying, and it was like this kind of like this like cool gangster kind of kind of like no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, and every time he said that, I felt this separation come up within me. Um, I was doing the dishes, listening to it, and I found myself going like starting to judge and see this guy because he kept on after every line that he would say, he'd be like, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, and I could hear my mind starting to judge him and put him below billy carlson below myself like start to hear the programs oh he's not very articulate i and, and i was like oh man what this is not loving right now i can feel the energy that i'm in. i don't like this this doesn't even feel like me where did this come from it just took me back to like being a kid sitting on the couch with my dad and watching things on tv and here just fit it's like it, I wasn't even being the one who was judged. I was just sat with somebody, spending a lot of time with somebody who was, I'm looking up to, who's doing it constantly, constantly, constantly. Oh, oh, oh you know, like just tear, tearing someone down on TV, ripping them for how they speak, how they articulate themselves. Um, and then you absorb that. And you absorb that program, even if it's not direct, like 
it, this program I could feel it wasn't even directed at me. It wasn't like a wound in per se that I was replaying. It was literally just a program that I absorbed. And now I'm repeating that and projecting that out into the, into the world. And man, it was sobering to, to really see and feel how separate and how superior I was making myself because of how this guy, this particular guy was, you know, just adding, you know what I mean? Or whatever on, on the end of every sentence. And then it became this thing of like, cause I was going to turn it off and I was like, no, listen to it. So I kept it on and every sentence he would say it and it would trigger me a little bit. And it was just a chance for me to open and become more loving in that moment and become what was coming through was the way of equality it was like why do you see yourself different to this person just because they talk differently mm. uh, and that's all just like upbringing it's just just the way that i was brought up um we don't have to hold on to those programs through this work that's the beauty it sets us free yeah uh i recently danny and i went hiking and we walked into a hornet's nest and I didn't tell you this medicine or did I? Anyways, mm -hmm. we walked into a hornet's nest and Danny got bit like three times and I got literally bit 30 times by hornets. And it was one of the most painful experiences I've ever had. And when I sat with it, I realized that what it what it was was a wake up call to me. So it was so interesting because the week before in, in a live co-teaching class, Fiori was basically talking about how um, she wants all of us to be pushed into the hornet's nest so that we can just face everything that we need to face and we need to go into it all, just like give, do the whole kit and caboodle kind of thing, right? Don't just give them one bite, give them the whole nest. Mm. And then a week later, I literally walked into a hornet's nest and got bit like all over the place. And she asked me the other day, she's like, so what got brought up? And I sat there and I said, I'm still blaming everybody else for my pain. I'm still pointing the finger and hating mom and blaming dad and saying it's their fault and not taking responsibility over myself. And like Danny said, like, this is what I grew up with too, is watching my mom not take responsibility over herself, which I think is that generation in its entirety. Like no parent really knows how to take responsibility over themselves. So, you know, the projection, the blaming and all these things. And I was, I keep running the victim consciousness, like look at my pain and look at why it's go through and look at the abuse and look at all this stuff. And like, it's their fault, it's their fault. And getting bit by all these hornets made me see like, hmm. it's time to grow up, it's time to mature. What's happened is what's happened. It is for your soul's evolution and growth. So you can sit here and throw your tantrums and, and not allow the inner child to throw the tantrum, but don't let them stay in the tantrum, right? It's like, now it's time to take responsibility. Wherever you're blaming, allow the inner child to do it, and then let's come back. Let's do the work, let's do the work, let's do the work. So it was a very painful, necessary wake-up call for the way of responsibility to come in full throttle because I'm witnessing my family go through another cycle of like the blaming each other and the projection and the I'm a victim and seeing in real time and then getting bit was just like this very beautiful slideshow that the universe was like, see, now it's time to break it. And it was like, okay, good. Wow. So yeah, it was, it, yeah. That's beautiful. And that's like, what a better like black and white way to see like, no, it really is these hornets that it's their fault. Like right. they're the ones that are biting me. Like you can't really get more black and white than that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
And then to see it as like, no, they came to bite me to wake me up Mm. and shifting in that. And then I fell into gratitude of like, it felt very humbling for what had happened. And I was in so much pain, so much swelling. I haven't stopped itching. Like it's been so intense, but to be in a place of like, thank you for this experience. I understand. And I get it. And I'm going to do what I need to do. Um, Mm other than being the victim and like, why did it happen to me? And why did Danny only get bit three times? And why did I get swallowed alive? And it was like, well, it was for you. That's why it wasn't for him. It was for you. He was just in the, he was just in the, you know, in the way of the message. In the crosshairs. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. It was brutal, but necessary. Who knows though? There could have been there. I've been trying to reflect on it. Like, is there, is there something for me here too? Mm -hmm. Um, why did I only get stung three times? Is there a, but I still got stung. I was still yeah. there, you know, it could the message be, am I, am I getting too involved? Am I still getting a little bit involved in your, in your stuff? You know, mm. could that be the message? Who knows? Mm, yeah. I mean, that's also a huge responsibility thing. Cause you feel like you, you're like, sh- trying to be responsible yeah. for Ellie and her right. growth and what she's doing and how she, you know, like all that, which I feel reflective in a lot of my relationships. And even, I mean, the tough one though, I feel like is children mm-hmm. um, because you want to be the love and support and you want to be the guide and you obviously don't want them to hurt and you don't want to be in pain um, but also like, you don't want to enable them. You don't want to create codependency. You don't want to create these children that don't know how to like handle this world on their own. And, um, our wounds get in the way of that a lot. I feel like of, um, I feel like, especially when you have wounds around, uh, needing love, needing acceptance, needing, you know, to be seen. You have these children who are just looking up at you and they're like being every, anything that you need because they are feel dependent on your love. And so it's an easy trap to fall into is like, I want them to need me. Like I want them to not be okay without me because then I know that they're going to always be here. Um, So it's, I feel like it's a subconscious thing. Like it's, you don't really know how your wounds are playing out in that sense, you know, where it's like, like, yeah, I want them to be independent, but I always want, I mean, I still want them to like need me. So they don't, you know, they're not all fully independent, you know, it's keeping, taking responsibility for how you're showing up in that way. Um, I'm, I'm constantly going into just, just, just seeing how I am, enabling my own children too, like, you know, seeing them in emotional pain and wanting to fix everything, wanting to be the first one to show up, wanting to give them a hug. Hey, I'm right here. Come over here. Um, Rachel beautifully guides us. Um, she's, she's talked about this a few times, just, just as we would show up for ourselves to guide our children to show up for themselves. Um, and it couldn't, you can't start too young. You know, there's not like a, five or six year old, once they can do this, they can allowing 
someone to see how much power they have within themselves. There's no, you know, there's no age limit as long as they, they can connect. And, and kids uh, are way easier to connect to their power and their heart than it is for adults before they develop all these walls and defenses and programming and, um, yeah, I'm constantly making sure I'm not showing up powerless and teaching that to my to my children. Yeah, this came up for me yesterday, I think it was, or over the weekend with, you know, communicating with my mom and her still being attached to a younger version of me, wanting to go back to the way things were. It's like I'm moving forward. I, d I don't want to go back to being a kid. I'm 31 years old. Let's keep moving forward. And uh, otherwise, she's enabling me. I'm enabling her. I'm disabling myself from, from my own growth. And it's not helping anyone. It's just keeping us all attached, small, weak, powerless. Yeah, it's time to grow up, y'all. It's really time to mature. I'm looking at the universal ways of oneness um, workbook. And it says the main focus of the way of responsibility responsibility is mature, grow up and heal survival programs and end victim consciousness. And man, if we all became the first way, we'd really be on a, on a great track um, yeah. humanity wise. And I do yeah. feel like a lot of people are seeing and understanding now. It's like, we've all taken everything personally. We've all projected, we've all blamed, we've all pointed fingers. And now the tides are shifting where it's like, it's time to look at ourselves. It's time to take responsibility over ourselves. And I see it happening, not only in MSU, but outside of MSU. And um, mm -hmm. it's beautiful, um, but it requires, you know, there's power in just taking that first step into going, I'm going to take responsibility over myself. Mm -hmm. um, you have to get to a certain place to even say that and then decide to start to become the way of responsibility. Um, yeah. But it's, it's the way That's to huge. begin. Yeah. That's huge. Yes. I mean, talking about what's going on in the world and everything since COVID. And mm -hmm. I feel like at that, starting with COVID, you just started to see all these separation programs come to yes. the surface because people are just clinging on to like pointing fingers and they're wrong and they're, they need to change. And they're the reason why we're, you know, whatever. Um, what it just feeds into more separation you know yes. you think that you're going to point fingers and judge and blame and the other person's going to be like oh yeah you're right you know i you're so right i need a change i need a i need to start i need to get vaccinated now or you know i need to do this or i, I need to switch sides like you're like you think that like that but it's it's not about the words it's about what energy you're coming from and what are you feeding into like are you coming from this blame and the shame because if you are it's just going to feed feed that energy and it's going to become bigger and larger and so when it comes to doing the real work it's just it's taking responsibility for how are you feeding this this darker energy this bigger darker energy and you know yeah you can still like physically do things you can still go um you know help out help people out or go on strike or whatever but um, whatever you feel like you need to do, but what is the, the energy behind what you're doing? Is it coming from hate? Is it coming from, from separation or is it coming from like fighting for, for unity and, 
um, oneness and connection. Beautiful. Before we um, before we wrap things up, because that was a, a beautiful kind of cap. Um, w- the last place I want to take this when I'm talking about responsibility is that when I first started this work, my triggers, my wounds, my programs, that's my responsibility. But one thing that we learned through the um, the workbook and the Ways of Oneness course is that it's not just about your healing journey where you have to show up responsible. It's about every area of your life. And when you start applying this idea or this frequency, because that's really what it is of responsibility, to every area of your life, not just okay, am I showing up responsible and taking accountability for myself and my emotional body, my mental body, but also like, how is this showing up with my finances, with my physical body? Am I showing up responsibly by getting some level of healthy movement and sunlight every day? Am I giving my body the nutrition it needs? Am I Am I slacking off at this area of my work, but putting all of my responsibility in this area? Or am I showing up in over-responsibility? You know, and like I'm overcoming, and this is, I think, maybe what the the bees, the hornet's nest was showing me is like, you don't need to always be responsible for your partner. Like she's got to, she's got to learn how to walk through that hornet's nest on her own without your help. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, even being responsible as a dog parent, you know, Madison, obviously you're a human parent, but like I had to learn the way of responsibility when it came to my dog because I was very permissive with her and I had to face the consequences of that parenting style and it slapped me in the face and then learning how to be a leader for her, learning how to lead her with power and not let her just do whatever she wants because I feel bad because of this, because I run guilt or whatever it may be. So the way of responsibility is not just one facet. It's in every um, aspect of your life. And yeah, financially, I had to become the way of responsibility financially. It took me years. took me years to finally be like, I need to take responsibility over myself. Um, j- just because nobody taught me how to be fiscally responsible doesn't mean I stay in that. You know, I had to teach myself how to, yeah, take care of my finances, to get me out of debt, to learn how to do this, do that. So yeah, it shows up in every facet. So we just challenge you guys to look at how, in what ways are you not the way of responsibility and go into that. Go into that. Um, thank you, Madison. We love it. Every episode, we should just go into each way because there's so much <laughs> to talk about. So much to talk so about. So much. Yeah. If you guys are interested in learning by the 20 Universal Ways of Oneness, uh, get the book. It's on Amazon by Rachel Fiore. Uh, there's a digital course called the introduction to the universal ways of oneness. It's amazing. Check it out at masterselfuniversity.com. If you want to work with Madison, Danny, me, or any of the incredible mystical life coaches, join a group class, do one-on-one join HSP for four months. Um, it will be the chapter of your life. Yeah. Go ahead. And Madison mentioned, we also run a, a membership, a bi-weekly membership where you'll have access to Rachel, um, a couple times a month and and all the coaches if you're interested please find it at masterselfuniversity.com we jump on a zoom call every every couple of weeks and um or every month right is it every it's every twice month. a month twice a month twice, it's twice a month yeah um every first first and third tuesdays 
And uh, yeah, it's a chance for us as a community to get together, to ask Rachel questions and for obviously us to learn and grow. That's why we're all here trying to master ourselves. So yeah, I just want to join, join our free Discord community. And uh, yeah, join our free Discord community, just like yeah. Ellie said. Uh, like, share, subscribe, comment. It really helps us to keep doing this podcast for free. Uh, we love you guys so much. And until next time, we'll see you then. Bye.